Imagine a football platform where the world's best writers give you the real story about what's going on at United. Imagine no pop-up ads, no clickbait headlines and no ridiculous rumours to be let down by. You don't need to imagine anymore. Meet The Athletic. No ads, no nonsense, just football. Visit theathletic.co.uk forward slash United We Stand to start your 30-day free trial and get 50% off your annual subscription. The Athletic, the new home of football writing. Welcome to the United We Stand podcast. I'm Andy Mitten and I'm stood outside Old Trafford ahead of Manchester United against Chelsea. It's the first game of the 2019-20 season. And I've got that first game buzz, if I'm honest. You'll be listening to this after the match, so the mood might be completely different. But I've been on the pre-season tour. I've seen encouraging signs. The young players, the fashion players, improved fitness, conditioning, attitude. But that bubble would burst. I think it's a fragile confidence and I've written that a few times if United were to lose the first couple of games. I'm going to speak to people before and after the game. I'm going to do the podcast this season as normal. I'm delighted that we've got a new sponsor, The Athletic. That means that we can keep the podcast free for you to listen to. And with Binzi, who's a very familiar voice on this podcast, the man with the world's most Mancunian accent. Uh, he's here with some scarves. He's selling scarves outside the, the ground. And what's your best-selling scarf? The best-selling scarf, Andy, is the match scarf. Right, the is half it, and half. Yeah, if you take and what, a what, look. Ta- what type of people buy them? Like, well, we call them tourists. Because yeah. it, it's definitely changed inside the crowd. Yeah. Used to sit in there, you, you might not know everyone's name, but you knew most of the faces. But it's global now, United, isn't it? Malaysians, Chinese, Canadians, Australians, they're all here. They're all here. You watched United home and away for 40 years. Where did you start off going inside the ground? I started off in the Stretford end. Then it was the scoreboard paddock, scoreboard, United Road, and then K stand. And then when I got a bit of sense, I used to sit in the old B stand or the main stand where you knew, you might not know the names, but you knew the faces. Were you ever involved in any altercations with rival supporters? <laughs> you know we were. We but I'm an old man now, Andy, so we leave that in the past. I did a dinner last night with Gordon Hill, King of All Cockneys, yeah. 1970s era. It was organised by No Prawn Sandwiches. And it was um, it was really good talking to him and Martin Buchan came along and hearing their stories about United in the 70s and the noise coming out of the Stretford end. And, yeah. and, and that's gone, but there are initiatives to improve the atmosphere and we'll be covering them on these podcasts, including one today in the Stretford end where there's a lot of good people going to be sat together. How are you feeling, Binzi, about the season ahead? I don't feel too good, Andy. Why? Well, I don't think they've backed him, Ollie. Ollie's been hung out. He'll be left hung out to dry, Ollie. We sold Lukeski. He's paid for who? Lukeski. Oh, Lukaku. Sorry. <laughs> he Maguire's paid. That's paid for Maguire. So we bought Wambasaka and David James. David James. Oh, I mean Daniel James. Having <laughs> a mare here, mate. So you're not optimistic? Uh, not really. Not looking at the back end of the season. Well, it was you dreadful. I mean? Disgraceful when you, you're playing for Manchester United. Worse than disgraceful. Yeah, I totally agree with you. But have those players just gone completely bad? Or I'm surely their, their reputations are on the line as well. Well, something's going on in that changing room. I don't know. Like there's clicks in there. Your Pogba's and Lingard's, all this 
Facebook and Twitter and all that carry on. Do all that when you've won a trophy. Where do you think they'll finish this season? My heart says we'll be champions, but my head says uh, we'll be lucky to finish in the top six. Yeah? Yeah. It's, I don't, we, we, we're short of three class players. Definitely. It's, the back looks like it might be sorted out. We're going to find out today, though, aren't we? You know what I mean? They've lost their best player, Hazard, so we should have a chance, surely to God. We're at home as well. You're 61 now. When was your first game? Oh, uh, I think it was Birmingham City away in the 70s when I was a young... Oh, no, I tell a lie. My dad took me to Leeds when it was the cow shed behind the goal. With, you were with away <laughs> fans or home fans? I don't know. No, uh, United fans. I think it was called the cow shed. Yeah, it was. It was, yeah. it was a little barrel, barrel roof structure where the south stand is now. Yeah, and that's then, it. And they moved the pitch to accommodate the new version of that stand. If you ever look at Ellen Road's main stand... It's off kilter with the centre of the pitch because it used to have that little cow shed. Was it dangerous going there as a Manchester United fan? I was only a kid. I didn't really understand it. And my dad, my dad, my dad just got us in and got us out. You know what I mean? And when you went, when you were a bit older, what was the trip to Leeds like? I'm gutted they didn't come up. By the way, this season. Very dangerous. <laughs> um, it was a famous night though at the uh, the Wheat Sheaf pub. Yes, I heard yeah, about that. Yeah. And one of your acquaintances, a man called Anthony. Promised to take me to Leeds this season in, in the name of journalism. Yeah, well, uh, if they come with, up with, yeah. with the mob, and yeah. I thought that would have been a, a great article to write. It's a shame they didn't come up. I would have been going purely as an observer. Well, they'll be at Salford next week. Let's see what happens there. I'm going to that. I'm going to that game. I mean, Leeds against Salford was always a rugby fixture, wasn't it? Well, in, in, I hope they don't start um, pushing nah. grannies over in Salford. Nah, they... I think I was, I was in Perth pre season. There were a lot of Leeds out there. There's um, a bit of trouble there. A little there. bit, but there was some old Manchester lads who live in Perth and they, they, they looked after themselves. But it's funny because I met some decent Leeds fans, but when you go up to them and you introduce yourselves and you're a journalist and you're from Manchester, you can tell the first 30 seconds they're thinking, twat. Jealous. And you've, and you've got to no, get no. the other. I when I spoke to them, they were, they were good football fans. And they, and they love the team. They're from Yorkshire, you know what I mean? You're not cutting them in much slack. No, I, I'd rather they come up and then be in the second division. But Yeah, they're a big club leads, but they're crap. Um, prediction for today, please? Well, I'm going to say 2-0. But... United? Yeah. You're all over the shop here. You, no, you're, I don't you're, know. You're dead downbeat yeah. and then you're saying we're going to win 2-0. Your heart oh, and your head are just like... Yeah. I want us to win... You know, Martial needs to step up. Rashford needs to step up now. Stop whinging and get on with it. They're all well paid, aren't they? You know what I mean? Show some heart. Play for the badge. Thank you. Thank you, Andy. Connor from Ireland. Uh, woke up this morning at 20 past four. Live in Sydney. Back in uh, back home in Ireland for four or five weeks. And season ticket United for the last seven, eight years. So, got to come to the game. So, you live in Sydney, but you've got a season ticket? Yeah. I saw you in Perth on the pre-season. For both games, yeah. Perth and Leeds, yeah. And you're originally from Dublin and you've come from Dublin this yeah. morning. Yeah, yeah. How many games you get back to having a season ticket so, in Sydney, Australia? I haven't been I haven't been to a game since the Cup final. Chelsea flew back from Sydney right. on the Thursday night right. and did a two-day stopover in London, flew back to Sydney straight into work then. So you keep your season ticket, but let keep someone else use it. Keep the season tickets, but let someone else use it, yeah. Um, your flight from Dublin this morning, full? Full. full. Flew to Liverpool, Yeah. train up, 
Fully um, United? Fully United, yeah. yeah. Fully United, as always. Fine to Liverpool, doesn't matter. How are you feeling about this season? Um, I think, based on the last couple of days in the transfer window, I think if we finish fourth, I th I'd be happy with fourth. But um, anything else would be a bonus. Like the, uh, the top three are kind of like a st standout squad-wise, depth-wise. I think we missed out on signing the midfielder big time towards the end of the window. Um, defensively, we look on paper a lot stronger than last year, but you know we'll see how things play out. Big game today. Thank you. <laughs> Outside the ground, my old friend, editor of the Chelsea fanzine. How are you feeling about this season? Going to be great. Don't care what happens, where we end up. Frank Lampard being the manager is absolutely fantastic. You're mates with Lampard, aren't you? I am, yeah, loving to bits. I've known him since he's joined. He's looked after me, he's looked after my family. He's the right man for the job. Um, you've been on this podcast more than any other away fan this season because we were at the Cup game in February outside Stamford Bridge. We had a really good chat there. People enjoyed that. And then we spoke... You were selling outside Old Trafford in April. Right. That was a terrible game. I love the fact that you sell a Chelsea fanzine at Old Trafford. I sell it everywhere. You ever had any stick? Yeah, get loads up here. What do they say to you? They say... <laughs> Chelsea rent boy yeah yeah and I say how's it you lot so know so much about it great that United, you think stand so you're confident about this season you think Lampard's a man yeah I do yeah we um, obviously can't buy anyone and um, for years and years we've had a great academy people at Stanford Bridge have been calling for the youth to uh, be brought through and this is the ideal opportunity I think to be honest with you United and Chelsea are going to bring on the youth and think Solskjaer's the right man for Man United. He knows the club inside out, which is what you want. And um, it's the same for Lampard with Chelsea. Um, you have signed a player, Pulisic. United, we stand yeah. up today. United, I did a big interview with him for the cover of the new 442. Right. I've been following him. I've known his dad since he's been 14. You're always welcome to come and follow so, Chelsea, Andy. Don't I, I, worry I, about that. I would rather support fucking... No. I respect you lads who follow Chelsea for years. Yeah, the same with us. And to the be chances honest, of yeah. me got to follow Chelsea. Do you want to know anything about Pulisic? Because I know yeah, absolutely go on, everything. Go on then. Pulisic. Yeah. He, uh, well, the first ground he went to in England was Old Trafford. He came to with his dad. Right. Uh, he come here for a laugh. No, he's not a Man United fan, and, and people thought he was a Man United fan because he was pictured outside Old Trafford with a, a kit on. He didn't want to join Manchester United when Jose Mourinho was manager. Right. Chelsea. Not a bad choice, that. Chelsea well for... Do you like Mourinho? I liked him the first time. I know Mourinho, and uh, I'm... he changed the second time. He wasn't... When he came to Old Trafford, put it this way, he wasn't the same man who came to Chelsea in 2004. You've got a good player. You've got a good lad from a decent family. Uh, Christian is... He's done very well in Dortmund. Right, yeah, uh, very He's popular. versatile, he's fast, he's technically excellent. Uh, lucky for you, he's on the bench, I think. Right, he's a, he's a, he's a bright enough boy as well. Right. Sort of all-American kid, and uh, he had a good goal cup. Um, and I'm split here because I've followed his career since he's been 15. Right. And I've, not many players make it to the level and become well, 60 million. Well, how get on to him then, Andy? His agent is a friend of mine. Oh, OK. New United, we stand so, out today. United fans. His agent is a very good friend of mine and he was saying, just got a young lad, I've got high hopes for him. Right. And then this is his, this is his dad. So I'm going back six years ago. OK. So I'm following this lad's career, but I'm following several careers of young people and most of them don't make it. Right, and okay. he, when he got into Dorman's first team, it was, wow, remember the boy you met? 
he's in Dortmund's first team. Oh, and then when he started to thrive, so that's why I did the, the big interview with him for 442. I was just waiting for that moment. And he invited me to go for, for, for something to eat with him in London. Oh, uh, so I, I hope he does well. I obviously hope that Chelsea lose every game they play, apart from when they play uh, Manchester City and Liverpool. But, and, and as for London clubs, I don't know. I don't have a ranking order of who I dislike most out of the London teams. It's got to be Tottenham. I've met some very fair-minded Chelsea fans in Moscow. We were all fair-minded in Moscow, to be fair. I really did. I was surprised. I don't know if I could have been like that, having lost the European Cup final. We were, you know, I mean, it was... Um, we, I think we were happy to get there. I think we could, either side could have won the game. It's a horrible way to finish it, penalties, I think. How do we buy your fanzine? Buy from me for a pound, hurry up. I reckon at um, Stamford Bridge, we should get United We Stand readers to go and buy your fanzine for a pound. Well, any United um, We Stand sellers are welcome to come and stand with me. I might sell it. Uh, I used to sell for years outside the Britannia Gate. Yeah, okay. and, and that was when you had a big firm. Right. And when I was a kid and I was, I was, I was young and I looked young, they go Still past. Do, Andy. They go past and then ruffle me. Yeah, but when I got to about twenty, I started and getting a bit of. You, around the end. you fucking northern monkey, fuck off! I got in, I was getting a bit of that, so I had to tuck inside the Britannia Gate a little bit. I couldn't stand on Fulham Broadway. You'll be all right with me anytime. Right. So, Chelsea away then. Let's um, let's. I'll sell you now. We stand on the Fulham Broadway. Yeah, of course you can. Yeah. You're, you're very welcome. Stand with me. You won't get any bother. Top man. Jamie, just with, I'm just with some young fans outside the stadium. There's an hour to kick off. What's your name and who's going to win today? Um, my name's Millie and um, I think United are going to win because they're the best team in the world and they can completely smash Chelsea. How old are you? Ten. So they're going to win 3-1. What's your name? My name's Freddie and I support United. I think United are going to win 4-2. How, how old are you? Six. Who's your, fe- who's your best player? Um... Player. Who's your favourite United player? Harry Maguire. My name's Fiona and I and I support United and I and I think they're gonna win. United's gonna win. What score? Don't know. How old are you, Sienna? Six. Six. Prediction? Uh, two one United. Where are you from? Um, Tommy Shelby from Birmingham. Two one. <laughs> <laughs> who's going to score? Uh, I don't know who's playing yet. So probably. Green uh, is it? Who's playing? Right. Green going in. I like your optimism anyway. We're going to ground now. More familiar voices on the podcast today. <laughs> How are you feeling about this season? Uh, helpful. I think we should end up lower in the top four, or might just miss out. But even if we do, it'll only be a year or two at the, at the most. Why are you hopeful? I'm always hopeful. You're an optimist. <laughs> Very much an and optimist. And when you say in a year or two, you mean to right the wrongs and the problems? Yeah. You think United will be back? Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Hi, it's nice to see that he's giving the youngsters a chance as well. Makes a change. So that's important. Yes. For... I think so. Well, it's in he's our DNA, isn't club. it? Yes. Yes. So. And how do you think he'll do this season? 
Um, yeah, I think okay. Yeah. But I'm an optimist as well. I always think we'll do fine. We'll get yes. them to top four. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I hope we'll be both right. We will. We'll be cheering them on. I'll, I'll be going to mass. You were last on the podcast after Arsenal away. I mean, that seems such a long time oh, ago. Oh, I remember. That was a big yes. high. That, that was brilliant. Oh, that yes, was it was. And it all went badly wrong. Yes. So hopefully yeah. you'll, you'll yes. bring us some more luck again. Yes, yes. We'll, we'll do our time. best. Yeah. Well, yes. we can only do our bit, can't we? Yes. And how long have you been going to United? Oh, oh. since... Fifties, the fifties. Yeah. Brilliant. Brilliant. <laughs> We're over the hill now. Yeah. Take care. All right, nice, nice to see you. Well, that was a buzz. United for Chelsea nil. Wasn't expecting that in the slightest, but I was optimistic. I wrote it all pre-season and people just were not having it at all. And I wrote what I saw. I was on the tour and I know it's only pre-season, but I could see positive signs there. I was speaking to players. I've just spoke to several players after the game. I waited an hour to speak to Andreas Pereira and he wasn't one of the best players today by any stretch. In fact, he was pretty poor in the first half, but just to hear the way he was talking uh, was, was, was great. Also, 10 days ago when I was in Oslo, I was speaking to some of the other players after the game and one of them, who doesn't want to be named, he just said to me, trust me, we will smash Chelsea. And I put that on United We Stand. I didn't name him, but it's there for anyone to see on the website. And I didn't believe it at the time, but he was right. That was the confidence that's been coming through the team. That's how confident these young lads are. I really enjoyed today. I loved watching Manchester United attack. I didn't love Manchester United defending in the first half quite so much when they're pinging balls across the back. That was... A little bit nerve-shredding, but Harry Maguire had a good debut. Aaron Wan-Bissaka as well. Totally unconventional footballer, but he's working. I thought the Stretford end was loud. The new vocal section in the middle of it, organised by the Red Army, was working. Hopefully that can grow and continue to be a success. Goals from Marcus Rashford, Anthony Martial. These lads need to be scoring. They need to be far more consistent than they've been. And probably the best moment, apart from Pogba's ball, was uh, Dan James scoring on his debut in front of the Stratford and a very excitable and emotional celebration followed. And I waited around the dressing rooms after the match and I was hearing the fans outside chanting, we want Paul, we want Paul. And they tended to be the type of people who wait for selfies after the game, but he's very popular. I know he said uncertain words about his future at Manchester United. He's not changed his tune there, but I think it's important that he stays... So I'm going to pass the podcast over now to the lads who were selling the mag. And the sales were really good. We really appreciate you supporting what we do. We put hundreds of hours into each issue of the mag. And we'll do one more mail out this week for people who missed the deadline. Uh, we'll put, we'll, so if you want to subscribe for the season, do it by Friday. We've advertised the links everywhere via our website, uwsonline.com. And the digital edition is available to download now as well, so you can read the mag on, on your app or on your tablet. And I've got to thank our new sponsors, The Athletic. I'll be writing for The Athletic every week. I've done a piece after the game about the singing section in the Stratford End. In fact, I'm not going to call it the singing section because nobody does and it doesn't work and the Red Army Group certainly don't call it the singing section. Maybe it was the standing section because they're all stood up making a decent noise. But that work, I've done, I've done stuff on that. And 
I'm going to speak to a lot of people this week and go to different games, not just Manchester United games. I'm going to go to the Salford City against Leeds United game on uh, on Tuesday night and spend some time with the lads who own Salford City and speak to them a little about Manchester United and write a piece on that for the Athletic as well. I think this, the crack with the Athletic is what I, what I said at the start of, of the podcast. Very good quality um, sports writing. They've signed up some of the best writers in Britain. And yeah, it's paid for, but you don't get the bullshit. The, you don't get the clickbait. You're not going to read nonsense about Bruno Fernandes if Manchester United are not in for Bruno Fernandes. However, I do appreciate that some people like reading nonsense, so you make your choices. Anyway, here's the lads who sold the mag after the game, and we'll be joining you uh, with another podcast. We've got some really good uh, interviews in the bin, which we've already done, so we'll put them out in the next couple of weeks. Welcome to the latest United We Stand podcast. Um, with me is Stu Edwards. What's your name? Joyeds. Yeah, three years, yeah. Um, Cy Wood and Bloomy. Um, we've just watched United trounce Chelsea by four goals to nil. Um, we, pretty unexpected, really. Um, I can't, I can't really say that I expected that at all. No, uh, <laughs> I don't think anyone expected that. And uh, we'll come on to the the main parts of a game, I suppose, shortly. But you know, at half past four. We would have probably took a one nil, not knowing really, you know, what much about the new signings, how they're going to fit in, and equally the Chelsea side as well. Um, a lot's been said about Hazard missing, but I, I actually thought in previous years that Hazard never really at United in, in, in any games anyway, so it really didn't bother me. And I think they they played with a lot more flair than they have in previous years, and up until the, the, the penalty with a better side. Uh, we'll come on to that probably shortly, but anyone who's not seen the game will look at that and think, you know, raise a few eyebrows, I think, looking at the, you know, the, the end score of 4-0. Um, but like I said, for me, both both the first and the second goal were against a runner play, and uh, Chelsea were certainly more possession-wise, it, it, it would work a couple of times, uh, I think De Gea to make a save late in the second, sorry, late in the first half of his legs, but apart from that, um, we'll know, get on it, to the analysis in a minute. It, 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 was, pre- <laughs> it was pretty. <laughs> easy. <laughs> All right. So I'll see you against Palace. So no, what you said at the start was interesting. I mean, what, what, when um, you was going, when we was going into the game today after the summer, what did you think of United? Well, we're, we're all disappointed. I think that in the fact that we've not got an extra one or two signings regardless of where you, where you think that might be, probably midfield and up front. You know, you can't afford to lose. I'm going to say your main striker in Lukaku because that's what he was at the end of the day and not replace him so it's great obviously that the two our two only strikers really have scored today um, but you know I'm not going to use the phrase papering over the cracks here but um, we, we're not we're not going to get carried away I'm not going to get carried away after that result because like I said I don't think Chelsea are in a great place either Bloomy um, what did you think in terms of how did you expect United to you know, to play today, and also what are your expectations for the no, season? I was, I was the same. I was expecting a hard fought draw. The way two teams came into it, both got young players. Like in, in April, the team. Yeah, yeah. Them, yeah, yeah, pretty much. But I actually thought first half were quite poor, to be honest. Let's not be around the bush on that. I thought we were giving it away a lot. There's a, there's a huge concern with midfield for me. Um, on the press, though, it's it's good to see. Like second half, they really turned up a notch and. Bringing in some more of the young lads, I think, makes a difference as well. But I think it's a great, it's a great victory today. But I, 
I'm just worried about our midfield for the rest of the season. Woody, come to you. <clears throat> Blue Moss pretty much covered it there. Um, all get carried away. It's a fantastic start. Uh, what was I expecting? It not a chance. Um, but you say you don't think they started particularly well. I think the, the opening goal, the penalty, kind of changes the game for us. And the, the second was against from the play. Was that Rashford? Mm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Martial, sorry. This, it was definitely yeah, against yeah, from the play. Yeah. Wasn't, wasn't, a good, wasn't a good doubt to actually see Martial want to get into the six-yard box to score. It's great to see a front three that yeah, of, wants to move yeah. around. Yeah. Move positions. Because it was one of the things that, like, one of the things that's always strong at Martial is, like, has he actually got the desire to score goals? To and actually, goal. Yeah, to make an yeah. effort. And I was saying to Bloom when we were watching it, it's like, like, it's a scruffy, it's a horrible goal. But they're the goals he's going to score. He has to score, like, ten of them a season. Because yeah. he, he's going to obviously be able to, like, make those runs and maybe bend one in, coming in off the that's, left. That's been but they're the goals he needs, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. that's what Solskjaer said when he first joined the club. I want to see Martial and Rashford get the, the scruffy goals. Yeah. You, can get ten, you can get ten of those a season. Like it was, it was at the, 40, the penalty obviously changed for United. And they needed that because they were so scrappy before that and they looked nervous. And that's what settled everyone down. And then Chelsea, after that one, nothing, they had nothing about them whatsoever. Yeah, yeah, so, just, so before yeah, before we move on to the match in a bit more detail, we'll go through our signings, I think, um, because I was I was really impressed with um, particularly, particularly two of them today. So, um, yeah, we'll start with you. What did you think of our you know, new signings, which we paid a lot of money for? Fanzine mm. signings. The fanzine, yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm coming, I'm coming over here well, we before Brexit that. and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, yeah. I know. <laughs> no, like, Maguire, I was making the point that chatting to Bloomy during the game, like, Maguire is obviously a very, you think he's an upgrade in what we've got, but the problems in front of him are going to leave him exposed. And there was a couple of times in that first half where he didn't look like an 80-pound midfield or defender. But that's not his fault, you know, because he can't... He can't fed, do everything. He can't do everything, but, like... The biggest thing in the summer wasn't the players we brought in because you're not going to be able to transform the club with transfers in one transfer window. It's the players who didn't go out. That was the biggest yeah. annoyance. Was because that's, that's what Solskjaer was promising. He was like, "What did he say? I know there's, there's not, yeah, and it hasn't it hasn't happened now. And now that can be different. It can be difficult because you've got lads on big contracts and long contracts, so it's hard to get them out of the club. But maybe they should have just taken the hit on a few players to make a point. Yeah. And that was the biggest thing. The summer that was a bit frustrating. Yeah, the, the, cent, the central midfield, obviously, ongoing saga, it's never going to go away. We've got a bit of Herrera, which a lot of people didn't want, obviously, for him to leave. And with that come down, you know, down to wage demands, I think it was that. He's gone. Fred is nowhere to be seen, you know, so he, he, he plays in that role. But even in the games he's played in the last year or so, gives it away a hell of a lot in dangerous positions. So, like you just said about in front of Maguire or Lindelof, whoever plays there, going back to Jones and Smalling, they're always going to be exposed because there's no one in there who can keep the ball. And even Pogba today, I lost track of how many times I gave the ball away. Um, so it's no surprise that we were going for Ericsson, the likes of Ericsson, you know, last week. Um, it's all turned out to be a bit of a nightmare again, but again, that's, that's, that's a different story regarding Ed Woodward. But um, we still need somebody with some compo- composure and, you know, five or six years Premier League experience or international experience behind them to go in there with Pogba, maybe. Uh, I don't I don't want to slate him, but I don't, Pereira's not the answer. He can't be. Did really well for the Martial goal, put it in place where, you know, going going, going and get yourself a tap-in. Apart from that, you know, I just f- feel he's chasing shadows. I just can't see him being at this club in 12 months' time. Well, anybody more a bit more positive about um, our new signings? It's, it's a tricky one, Summer, for me, because <clears> I think <throat> they are good signings, two good signs, but I yeah. don't like the way in which we're... We argued over fees. We were yeah. told all summer this yeah. is what this is what it's going to cost for them to come to United. Yeah. All summer argued, get, ended up giving fifty million for Mataka. Could have had, and could have had Maguire for... in two months ago. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's yeah. that stuff like that where you, you're haggling over 
you know you're going to end up paying that fee. What to play against Perth Glory? But just getting him into pre-season. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, just to train, like, well, like, yeah. like the team. Yeah. I, th- I think yeah. we're all unanimous in a way that we all, we all say that United could have done with a few more. Yeah. Few more bodies in. Yeah. I, I think what what well, um, what is a positive that shouldn't go under the radar is is that you know in, ever since Alex Ferguson left we've probably signed two players that have turned out mm. to be a success right. and I'm looking at those two players today you yeah. know maybe after the debuts you might have said Damian and Depay and people like that mm. were going to be a success so we have to be cautious about it but at the same time I can't see them two not working at Old Trafford no. me I yeah. think they're going to be yeah. good yeah. signs. One, yeah. one of the really mm. good things about Pasaki. And again, like Bloomy wasn't the only person I spoke to during the game, but again, I was telling Bloomy during the game, just <laughs> like that. He, he just kind of, he's infectious. Like that yeah, he must have been fucking bored, you believe me? I know. Speaking of lots from Singapore. I know. It, felt bad, it actually felt terrible for them because they came over from Singapore. Poor Francis and his wife, Alice, came over from Singapore and then refused to pay £300 for the ticket. Oh so they ended up watching it. In the fucking <laughs> <laughs> but, sorry, but with Pesaki, it's just infectious because every little ball, everything counts in a, in a, in a pitch. If you make that extra burst for five yards, it has a knock-on effect. Yeah. And that's what he brings. And He looks, like, he looks like a very smart one, one thing well. I will say is... One thing I will say is that you know, during that game as well, I could see a clear a clear way that he wants to play Solskjaer yeah. and um, one thing he's, I'm definitely sure of now is that Lukaku would not fit into that way of no, playing no, you know we, we really wanted to mm-hmm. box the opposition in we were pressing the opposition you know get even when they were passing out of the box we were, we were you know really covering every yard to try to make sure they couldn't get it upfield they really yeah. look like they all get on as well they look like yeah. 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 unity yeah. amongst the team the celebrations were good as well weren't they yeah yeah I'll get in there early with my man of the match I'm going to say Lindelof but the reason why I'm saying that now is because going back to the two new signings, obviously you've got, you know... Um, <coughs> You're fucking up my podcast structure. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you've got Maguire and obviously Basaka. And, and Lindelof is in between those. Ma- 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 that's, that's difficult, isn't it? Lindelof's, you know, not been here that long himself. But I think it was the second time they, they the woodwork. Um, and I think it was Basaka's fault. He's slightly out of position and De Gea was yeah. beat and it hit the joint of the crossbar and post. And you saw Lindelof go across and just, you know, put his arm around Basak and have a bit of a word. And it was like captain material. Yeah, yeah. That was good to see. And I thought he had a great game overall. If that back four, for me, you you know, you want your back four, obviously, to stay fit. And that's, that's, you know, you can can never guarantee that. In three or four weeks as internationals, they all, you know, they all bog off Mm. for international duty. But if that back four can stay fit for even 10 games together, that's when you learn about each other. So, you you know, Maguire's come in today, debut, dead excited, you know, does that could be the same? And they've done really well. They've done, you know, they've they've done an 8 out of 10. Players want to play for the club as well. Yeah. Yeah. What what you said there to Bill, getting those, how many times have you turned into a match and it's a different back four all the time? You need to have a structured, Regular back like Liverpool and City, no, yeah. yeah, that's, yeah. and, that's, and that's how you build. You build from that, and no matter what, and like if you keep on got different defenders, centre backs or right backs, left backs, yeah. you're just not going to have any cohesion whatsoever. Just, that was the problem last year. Valencia, yeah. Young, yeah. Damian, it's just Jones. It's, sta- it's staggering. They didn't yeah. pay, yeah, yeah, just yeah. pay that money last year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. so moving on to the first half, then it was, in my opinion, a couple of worries. But I, you know, when I, when I um, logged on to Twitter at half time. I thought it was a bit negative, you know. I thought. Um, it's not like Twitter, is it? Yeah, do you know what I mean, though? It's like, do you think there's a case where supporters need to lower their expectations a bit? Because I think that, you know, they're expecting us to turn up and 
you know, past teams off the park like City. First you game know, of the season, especially. Game, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You've, got, you've got to be real. First three yeah. or four games, especially when you've got new signings and after after last season, you've got to, yeah, I ate all that bullshit about, you know, we've not played well. Or, yeah, I mean, I logged, yeah. I logged on at half time and it was like Pereira was getting a load of grief. And, you know, on the ball, he wasn't the best today, but he did a lot off it. You know, he was involved in that, you know, pressing the, the Chelsea defence whenever they were trying to pass out. And I thought he did that really well. And um, players having to go with players like Shaw and Lingard, and it's like they they, they actually did quite well. And um, whilst Chelsea had a few chances in the first half, you know, I, w- w- was you was you concerned? A little bit. The yeah. first few in the like the first 10, 15 minutes, up until we got the the penalty, you were because there was nothing about yeah. United at all. And then the penalty sloppy, change. And, yeah. Mm. Well, yeah. So like yeah. you were a little bit concerned. You can understand why people are being frustrated. We are. We are Is it the strange. midfield that you're worried about? Yeah. yeah I think we're, more than I anything think, else. I think we're yeah. a Pogba, Pogba injury away from a nightmare. Yeah. yeah. Well, I was thinking about this today, and that, that's one thing. That's a re- that's a real concern. Is that even if United got Martial and Rashford injured, we're really light, aren't we, in, mm. in yeah, terms of the squad? Yeah. Because if Sanchez isn't going to come in and play that style of football and start pressing oh. teams, is it? You just don't know what you're going to get with Sanchez. I'd like to see him come good. Yeah, yeah. I just can't see it at the moment. I just can't imagine, you know, if we're passing, if if an opposition team's passing out of the defence like Chelsea were. Yeah. Can you imagine him, you know, putting the yards in like the well, players he wants, there? Were? He wants to play, he's going to have to. Yeah. Oh, it's, it, it's a worry because let's be honest with you if you're playing City that first game you're probably going to be two or three down in the first 15 minutes like. but like, the point is after the, after we got the goal everything settled down a little bit and yeah. they just grew in confidence and they didn't get many chances in the second half but he took them and, and that's it about if they can build on that and that's it about expectations you know, there's a lot more yeah. positives there today than there was negatives yeah, yeah. and if they can build on that and that's it. That's it about what I was saying about expectations. Do you think, like, say United go to City next week? I know they don't play them, but say we get an hiding five 0 off him, which isn't, you know, beyond possibility. You know, I'd like to see United not, not sort of like have a meltdown, start retreating into the shell, start, you know, lining up with five across midfield and all Play, of that. You know? Playing that way, I think we are going to get. You said it yourself. We're yeah, going to yeah. get one or two hidings yeah. somewhere down the line. Mm. But you're always going to get. And I didn't. I always remember Klopp's Liverpool getting an Iden at City, you know, 5 0 earlier on in League Rain. And I just think we're trying to play the right way now. And and I thought with um, when when we had Mourinho, I could never see a style emerging. And uh, that's what. The fans will see that as well. You know, we play well, but we get an Iden. We'll take that. I'm fine with that. I've said it from the start. As long as you put put yourself into a match and play, chase, get stuck into a game and not. Lays about doing fuck all well, the last problem, season. The problems last, will come yeah. well, halfway through the season. The moment, you I don't know, mind. You, I don't, you, don't you, mind getting the odd idea. No, no, once I, you I get really into the winter, I'm talking yeah. about Martial's prone to an injury, isn't he? It's like yeah. you just said, we, we are light. But it's up very front light. To yeah. What happens it's then? Very light. It's, not, it's not even winter. It's literally mm-hmm. the first game we play where you fall behind. That's when you've got to find out so much about this. There's team. nobody in my Like that's when you because like if you might have had a fell behind today and the first ten minutes. God, not like it could have, so it could have been like very that's, different. That's yeah, going to be yeah. the big test of this team. It's the first match where you fall behind. I think it's important. How they react because last season, last season for the last well, 15 games, just fucking fall behind. It's, it's, it's the bench as well. Like, I'm, yeah. I hate fucking comparing to City, but you look at City's bench yesterday. You, yeah, you, you look at the bench, so, yeah. it's probably the best in yeah. Europe. Yeah. But that's why I want fans, you know, I'm hoping that they'll give this team time, you know, to. Um, I think, you know, if we do get an hiding, you know, which is, is more than likely. You know, I'm hoping we just don't start getting on the players' backs. And I thought, even at half time, you know, we're not we're not playing a, a team in bottom half today. We're playing Chelsea. But, but based on that, I get what you're yeah. saying. We're studying now. 
first game of the season, mid-August. So what what would you think? What, what what's everyone, everybody's expectation? I think we've got, I think we've got a leader now in Maguire as well. Yeah. But what, what, what's, what's successful come May? Is, is it I think United have got to finish fourth. Yeah. Yeah. And what? And less than 20 points above <laughs> off City and, you want to cut, You want to be cutting the gap to City and Liverpool. Yeah. It's, it's horrendous that. Great, it's top four is a barometer for Manchester United. But it is. the way it is is that we're that, we're that far off the pace. Yeah. We're, we're going to have to have some patience and I'm hoping, yeah. you know, Fans can you can't, lower those expectations. You can't make up 30 points, can you? And the likelihood of signing anybody in January is always slim anyway, let alone a, a decent striker or midfielder or whatever, isn't it? So yeah. it's, it's all, like, I know what you mean about terms of where you finish, but the progress for this season or success for this season is not going through a period of what happened for the last section of last season. Yeah. If Solskjaer can get a team not to go through that, that shows that what he's trying to do is getting through. Like, I think he can take with that squad, you're going to get beat. Because... Know. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna get. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So like, you get top six, happy days. But what you don't want is a, is a repeat of last year where there's a prolonged period where you just fucking throw the towel in. Because mm. if that happens, that's when you've got major problems. But so the success, the success really is just not being shift for a prolonged period, hit it. Yeah. and actually showing a bit of bottle about yourself, yeah. showing a bit of pride because that wasn't there last. Yeah, it's went down in them last 10, 10 12 games. Yeah. I agree, but yeah. when does the the glazer, the owners factor come into it? The sponsorship about finishing top six and then being in Europa League again next season, unless you win it this year, obviously, and then attracting people next summer again. So it's it's all about next year, yeah. the year after, isn't it? As a club, yeah. about you know who, who who you get in and. We could talk so, about yeah. the, the owners and what they're doing and what they're not doing and all the rest. And Ed Woodward, but it's all about for me next summer now. Yeah. About yeah. who's going to come in next summer. You can't change the owners, can we? No, no. nothing so, we can do. No. So on to the second yeah. half. Then what, what impressed you most? I mean, I, I when when I you know after the first half, I thought one thing that went unnoticed me was how well we pressed and how, how well we got the ball in very good areas, but we just didn't do anything with it. <clears> so what what changed in the second half? Front three seemed to gel very well. Mm. Seemed to all know each other's position, positions and what the other one's going to do. And I like that today. It was a long yeah. time since I've seen something like that. Chelsea opened up a lot as well. Chelsea, mm. looked at de- Chelsea looked decent in the first half, but second half they were just all over yeah, the show. Yeah, they just went to bits. Well, it was good that you know you actually punished that. Yeah. Like yeah. Last season they wouldn't I think they had a few yeah. poor performances today, Chelsea, as well, because yeah. I didn't really know what that Zuma yeah. was playing they at miss, today. They missed the fit Kante as well, don't they? Um, and Ru- yeah, Rudiger as well. Some nice passages of play today from United. Little flicks here and there. You know, bringing someone else into the game. So they've all, they're working on it. And, and they were clinical second half, yeah. weren't second they? That Rashford, that Rashford yeah. finish for the first yeah. was... Second yeah. half I'm, glad he, I'm glad he took that Really off. impressive. Off score, going off pre-season, you wouldn't have thought he was going to score that. He's, no, he's not, yeah. I don't think he's the best finisher in the world, but... I think Martial's the I best, Martial's finisher, the best finisher in the team. Yeah, but do, for me, he needs to do more. And today, like you said, for that, for that goal that he scored, he got into the box and yeah. actually got behind the defender and got the ball into the net and that's what you want and to see and Danny Welbeck getting in a similar yeah. position against Bayern Munich and trying, trying to love him yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Love you know him, what yeah. I mean just, put, just fucking put it in the yeah. back of the net God I hope Steve's not listening to this he won't, <laughs> won't stop going on about it <laughs> <laughs> alright so <laughs> so are we all are we all saying that top four is a good season then thinking it's got to be based yeah. on our current and squad and yeah. Matt's that's hoping and praying that you have very few injuries. Mm. It's a long season. It's a long season. And it will the style of play impacts on the injuries as well. Probably. You know, because, yeah, the pressing. You're going to be more, doing that all. You're going to get a lot more muscular yeah. injuries from a yeah. pressing game, aren't you? And there's a lot of inexperience in that team as well. I know Rashford's probably deemed as one of the more senior players now, believe it or not. Mm-hmm. But there's still there's a lot of inexperience in that team, yeah. and obviously, especially on the bench. I think what I'm what I can see as well. Another another point. Another positive. Is that at the end of last season, I used to say that you know United had three players that were definites, had to, had to be in the team every week. And one was 
Rashford, that was debatable even, Pogba and De Gea. And now mm. I could argue that we've got about six. Mm. I, actually, I think um, after, after this summer, you know, we've gone out and signed two players that are going to play every time they're fit. Yeah. And I think um, every good team has seven or eight of them. Yeah. So I think um, we're moving towards getting a, a settled lineup, and I think and that's a positive. You do get an injury to a fullback. You've got that Portuguese lad who looks alright as well, a lot. Yeah, 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 forgot about yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. 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 You do get an injury at yeah. fullback. He's good cover. Was he on the bench today? Or is he injured? I'm not too sure. I don't think so. Yeah. No. no, I didn't see. Him. Even Ashley Young gets a lot of shit from United fans, but I don't think he's a bad player. Well, he's 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 a thirty-four-year-old yeah. playing out position. And I think you know, last year he was. He was um, how old is he? Thirty five, thirty four now. Thirty four. And then, like he, he was playing about his forty fifth game in the season when he was chasing yeah. Messi around the new Camp. You know, he it's should like, be playing now. It's like any five. Like, and he was the one getting yeah. shit more it's than like anyone else. Yeah. Playing yeah. Left, left back yeah. against it's Lionel Messi, he's going to get you. Any. So yeah, yeah. Especially players. when you're thirty four and you, you know, you've played probably twenty more games than you're supposed mm-hmm. to each season. So just to wrap your second half schedule up. Yeah. James, come on, and obviously brilliant. Surprised you're not going on about the first half. No, not quite. James comes on and scores a goal. Dream, dream stuff. What I don't get is, and this goes back to you thing about logging on to uh, Twitter at half-time, is in the ground, you know, grown men who have seen gigs play for 20 years, all of a sudden singing James are going to tear you apart again. I don't yeah, get it. Yeah, yeah. I don't get it after coming on and scoring one goal. Why would you sing that? That's just grown men having a stalker after one game, isn't it? And it's just mm. ridiculous. You got I mean, fair play to the lad. You know, that's just stuff dreams are made of. He wants to sleep tonight, will he? You know, yeah. Come on, and did okay. Great yeah. moment for considering that, like... His dad, what died just before he signed yeah, and all that. Yeah, like, that's what I'm saying. Brilliant. Like, for that to happen, I'm guessing his family would be in the ground. But we even, even sing that song and put that pressure on him. Yeah, so, this is what I mean. It's the same with like Greenwood. Yeah, seventeen-year-old lad, and because uh, Solskjaer's mentioned he's going to be in the team. He's going to expect us to score 15 goals, yeah, 15, he, 20 he, goals. He, he it's not, it's it's not, it's not realistic. It's not realistic. I think he'd benefit from going out alone for season. Yeah, I think when you weigh it up, when you, when, you look at, when you go home tonight and look at the reactions to the game, I think you'll realise that we beat Chelsea 4-0 at home and there's probably more fucking people moaning yeah. than being positive. Yeah, yeah. And that's... Uh, I'd I just like to see the club like reduce its expect the fans reduce their expectations a bit because it's going to be a tough season at times and it's how we react to that which will decide whether the season will be a success well, or not. The genuine match-going fans are realistic. It's the it's the Twitter, Twitter yeah. line, it? It was yeah. the Twitter. Well, I logged on. Somebody was moaning at Saltshire because he'd not picked, some, picked a kid. It's like... <laughs> You know, spots my point though. Yeah, like, everybody, got plenty of chances. Everybody wants to pick holes in everything. Yeah, yeah. you know, you yeah. just got to take. Play, played well today, and it's a four 0 win. It's a great start to the season. Yeah, yeah. You, yeah. You're right in the sense of reduce your expectations in the sense that like, no one should be thinking they're going to win the league, but you can't reduce expectations in the bare minimum of actually going out and working hard. Yeah, because yeah, that yeah. wasn't there for a good bit of last no, year. No, we so saw that, it today. Should that, like, yeah, so no one yeah. should like stop thinking that that's, that's the bare minimum. Yeah. So. But it was there for the first 12 games yeah, of the Solskjaer, wasn't yeah. it? And it fell away for some reason. Now, whether that was yeah. Pogba I think we had a lot of co. bad influence in the dressing room. Yeah. I think he's got rid of one of the main ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, he tweeted about um, people's speeds, didn't he? And then deleted it. Did you yeah. see that? Yeah, he's yeah, yeah. Instagram yeah. post, yeah. That just yeah. shows. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he's, he's not listening to authority no. in Solskjaer, so, you know. Solskjaer showed a bit of an hard side as well in the press conference. Yeah. Yeah, it, was yeah. Yeah. it was time for him to go. No, yeah. no fucking about, just get rid. So who's, you've seen the first game now. Who do you think is going to be our most important player this season? If you could keep one player fit all season, who would it be? I hate to say it, but it's, it's Pogba. Pogba? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Yeah, I get why you said Pogba, but it's Rashford. It's got to be a forward. Who's going to score? Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm going with Marcus Rashford as well, so 3-2, <laughs> yeah, well, is yeah, it, David? I would agree as well. It has to be a forward, because like, 
the ball in the net. Like him, him and Martial. Now you've got to get the ball to the four. That's why you said Pogba, I'm guessing. Yeah, yeah. Just to create, he's, he's, he seems to be the only creative midfielder we've got at the club. You know, yeah. Up, until his, up until his pass for uh, Rashford's goal, was actually being quite But then they're the moments, like they're the moments that you've seen. Bit of magic, it, it, it come on right now. Yeah. I know it's pre-season friendly, but I think it was away in Oslo, somewhere like that. And he, first ball he put through matters in for the. So yeah, so we better wrap it up now because I think Andy's done a bit before um, our 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 slot. Um, next game is Wolves um, next Monday, is it? Yeah, yeah. Any um, any of us going? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You going, sorry, yeah, the monkey boss. I'll be on holiday watching it in the book. Oh, where are you going? Can't tell you. We should have, <laughs> should have arranged this round um, football. Shouldn't we? Yeah. No, it's been a good day today. Um, I could sense the mood a lot better than when we were selling in April and May. Um, wasn't was wasn't out. wasn't really nice, was it? Selling at the end of last season. Some out of loose bottom, Mike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Sai, Sai, you sold for your first time today, yeah. and that Big Sam was your big first customer. Uh, second customer of Sam Allardyce, yeah. So, you know, yeah. I think he had gravy all over his fingers. What did he yeah. say, sir? No, he just said prediction. And uh, he said, go on, I'll buy one of them, I'll be. What did he pay with? Uh, credit card. That's funny you say that. Three people have asked me today when we're getting contactless. Loads of 20 fees. When are we getting contactless? I got off for cards. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, what, you yeah. watch, you'll be here in a few months. <laughs> no, it was a good day. There was a lot of smiles on faces, which was um, a nice change from um, last April and May. I'm sure we're going to have a few dull... Europa League night, nights coming up, um, where, the, where it's like minus two, yeah. minus two, league minus five. In September as well, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So, um, so we'll enjoy it. Well, let's enjoy the day and let's smile whilst um, it's all right. So, yeah. thanks for listening, and also look, thanks to those that bought the mag. Thank you. <laughs>